This is Minecraft Lab. We're doing live recording. All right, Zhaosh, Sharif, thank you guys for joining. Thank you for being here for this live recording of the podcast. Uh, we're talking 1.19 and everything to deal. We want to get your thoughts, your theories. This is, if you've listened to the podcast before, it's uh, where we explore experiments and theorize about all things Minecraft. Okay, let's get into it. We want to get you guys involved in, in this discussion. We're talking about uh, that thing that just came out, um, that update to a game that I'm sure we've all heard about. Minecraft. <laughs> never, heard of, never heard of it. Can you tell me more about it? Um, so it's a game of blocks and then you put the blocks together and you build things. Sounds like a crazy child's game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I might, it can be into it, I might have to look into it. So we've got, we finally got the wild update on Tuesday. Mm, Tuesday. It did. It did. It dropped for and, us here in Australia uh, at about 1 a.m. Oh, wow. Mm. It took, I think it, on the East Coast, maybe, well, I was asleep. I think it was like noon or sometime, maybe maybe later. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, and they're already talking about 1.19.1. One. Mm, I know, and they've they put out another um, what do you call a beta for for Bedrock already. So right, um, yeah, interesting. But personally, I actually saw that coming. I I thought that was going to be the case because I figured that there was a lot of there's a lot of feedback. <laughs> Let's put it that way. There's a lot of feedback on this release in the community. And I figured it wouldn't be long before we saw changes. Right, right. And, um, I mean, right after it was released, I mean, before it was released, the general consensus that I saw was people were disappointed. And then mm. I saw Zuma put, about, put out a video um, that... Was this a a disappointing update? Uh, so yeah, I haven't I haven't had the benefit of being able to watch that yet, but yes, I I did see that as well. Right, right. Um, so let's just ask chat. Uh, are you guys excited for this update? Are you disappointed? Mm. I mean, some people say it's a. a a big update, you know, just as big as anything else. We're getting a lot of stuff, but other people are like, nah, it's, it's, it's a smaller update. How do anybody in chat? I was going to say, yeah, while, while chat are talking there. Um, for me, it's, oh, I don't know how to say this. I'm not going to be, I'm not trying to be negative about it, but it didn't excite me. Like with one sixteen, I sat up because you never know the exact hour that it's going to drop. 
And with one six, if I go back to one sixteen, right. I sat up um, and I waited for it to drop, and it dropped in Australia first earlier. And you know, I was into it, and you know, I was posting screenshots on Facebook, and I know people were saying, "Oh, it's not out yet. You're you're making it up." And so, like, these are screenshots, and I was excited for that. Same with one seventeen, um, one eighteen to the same degree. But this one, it didn't really. I didn't feel the need to do it. So I sort for me, I sort of see um, and feel that I can understand why people are saying that they're not excited by it because I wasn't overly excited for it and not overly excited for it either. But then when you actually stop and you think about it, there's actually a, there's a fair bit in this update. Um, yeah, like, but we can talk more about that as we go. I've got one comment here in chat uh, from Naku saying, I'm loving the update so far. And Enzyme says, I'm more excited about the mangrove, actually, than anything. Finally, a gradient to use with bricks. That's true. Well, they definitely changed the color of the mangrove. So, yeah. Well, my in my chat, uh, I've got Zhao. He, he loves the chest boat. Uh, so it wasn't disappointing to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the chest boat. I, I, I love that addition. I was say, it's, it's a good option for early game um, transport of material, especially before you've got into that ender chest and shulker box. It certainly, I think it helps with that. And I think that's a really good addition personally. And then uh, Enzyme, uh, excited about the mangrove swamp. I think we mentioned it in another podcast uh, that the mangrove swamps, they could have done the fireflies, uh, used the same particles as we get with the spore blossom and just had it a kind of a decorative type thing. Yeah, there's no reason they could have um, done that, in my opinion, at all. And, no and just and just the the frogs, you know, the frogs would just remain the same. They'd eat slime or magma cubes. So, I, um, I know I saw a meme on Twitter the other day, and they said, you know, it was um, fireflies were taken out because it was unethical to expect them to be frog food. Yet I can jump into the game and smack a dolphin with my fist. So yeah, because you know that's that's totally epical. So I don't buy that one. But, but you know, or you ask Naku how many dolphin heads she's got on the on the interim server at the moment. So dolphins, mm. Naku's killing dolphins. Oh, uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that one. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> she kills everything. <laughs> people elves, uh, everything except goats goats seem to have it on her but we won't go there well yeah um apparently we're gonna have to go rescue her goats from the end uh if you guys uh never if you guys didn't catch any of her streams she took goats to the end uh so we're gonna have to rescue them before we update i guess Apparently, the goat rescue squad. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, Naki said, they killed me at the start of the season. They deserve to die. I believe your <laughs> lack of breath <laughs> was the cause. Um, but um, I've got us some more comments here. From This is actually very good. We're getting some, uh, some feedback. Um, right. I've got Jurassic's. Hello, Jurassic's. 
It feels like leftover elements from the last two updates. I'm not actually bothered by the Deep Dark at the moment or the LA. Like the mangrove biome, but really think they could have there could have been another biome or more. I think and we touched that I think on the previous podcast, I think, Minor, that for me it the wild update, it doesn't really seem to be the right name for it anymore because when I think wild, I think open spaces, uh, you know, the outback, if you as you call it in Australia, you know, the wild, out in the wild, and we get a swamp and that's it um i agree with jurassic's assessment it feels like it's a leftover and I, you know what i don't actually have too much of a problem with that um and i agree with people calling this caves and cliffs part three <laughs> in, in a in a joking way but i actually agree with that and i've got no problem with it because we've ended up with like the deep dark with a much more well thought out product you know i think there's probably more tweaking that needs to be done to it i think I'm okay with that. Um, I agree we should have probably got more than the the mangrove swamp biome, like in terms of biome reworking, at least the birch forest, because, no, they didn't promise it, but they laid the groundwork for it. Um, but, you know, it, uh, there's more... There's, there's blocks in here that, you know, people don't seem to think how many new variety of blocks there are in the game. In the last update, we didn't get any new blocks in the part two like that it was just terrain generation now we're getting a whole suite of new blocks to play with and as a builder that excites me so there's actually there's more substance to this update than on the surface you might think but i also agree with the the bigger picture of it that it was maybe a bit on the lighter side in terms of general well for me anyway for generating that excitement so i sort of agree with that one there by jurassic's Right. And the problem I saw from the from the beginning, well, as things developed, is when they announced it, it seemed like it was going to be like a biome update. They mm. were going to, because uh, just about every biome needs an overhaul, uh, as well as other dimensions, mm. such as the end, mm-hmm. needs an overhaul. Yeah. Uh, so... They put out concept art and see that I think right there was the danger. Um, and that's something that Zuma hit on is uh, alluding to or not exactly making promises, but alluding to things that um, that might be. There's a danger in doing that because you've seen it in other games like uh Cyberpunk 2077, where they uh, were showing off things that just didn't make it to the final game. Mm. Um, games like uh, No Man's Sky, where a lot of a lot of things were promised in that game, and they finally delivered on it. And I'm sure, as time goes on, uh, Mojang will add things. Uh, hopefully, you know. Uh, I'm wondering if they'll do a smaller update like they did with the Buzzy Bees update and uh, maybe or 1.19.2 or whatever. Put in some things that were maybe, uh, you know, they can still do the Fireflies. There's no reason why they couldn't do the Fireflies. 
Yeah, uh, and the Firefly you know, I think would have added so much ambience and a real difference to that new biome. And um, right. and they made such a big deal of it. And I, I see on your chat there, Flazity, hello, Flazity. Um, he says, apparently the frogs die from eating fireflies in real life. That was the issue. Yes, 100% correct. But let's make them an ambience thing. And, you know, we and I said this in the um, previous podcast, you know, why don't they just do it something like the spore blossom? Right. Yeah. Um, but then we've got we've got other things in the deep dark and the ancient cities, which I didn't expect the ancient cities. Um, we were expecting the warden in part two or uh, the caves and cliffs when it was first announced. Mm. Then it was pushed off. Uh, so everything to deal with that skulk sensors and and the wireless redstone was pushed off. Um, so I'm I'm excited about those things. Uh, but well, I again, th- I don't think it's been a bad update. I just think, and Jurassic is is writing a bit of a thesis here in my chat at the moment. He's saying a lot of things <laughs> that that I agree with. Um, and I think where a lot of the dissatisfaction comes on, I'm just going to read Jurassic's thing here because it, it's uh, for me it it captures it spot on. Uh, I also feel like there was really bad communication, too much info, and then cancelling ideas and saying after it is cut. A lot of hype about things than nothing. I think the higher ups at Mojang also have a responsibility. They have not come out and supported their team. The developers are getting the heat from decisions made from higher ups. Now I I've followed a few of the um, developers on Twitter, right? And there's actually a few that have left that are leaving after this update. There's quite a few. Um, right. And I, one thing we do on this podcast is theorize about, uh, all things Minecraft. My theory is, and I don't know this for sure. It's just a theory, just my opinion that, uh, maybe because of the disappointment of this update, I mean, I've seen it happen with other developers where uh, the thing, the game just did wasn't received well. So uh, either the company disbanded or people left, went to other companies, or whatnot. So I'm I'm kind of concerned uh, about Mojang, you know, because it, it, overall. From what I'm seeing, it was not well received. The end of the day, and I was about to say this, what Flazity just said in your chat, you know, it's owned by Microsoft. So, you know, they've got to answer to the higher ups as well. Um, It must be incredibly hard for that team. You know, you've got a game that's been out for 10 years. And it's highly popular. It, it's it's considered the best game of all time. It it's got a huge following. It's a huge base. You're not going to please all of the people all the time. That's just the simple reality of it. Um, you know, and if and if you look at say, you know, we've had what three updates in like a year and a half or something like that. And you look if you take that year and a half as a full cycle of update. That's actually a huge, that's a huge step. You know, you look what we got with Caves and Cliffs. We got a whole world generation change for the better. 
you know, and then we've got, you know, you, you come to this 1.19 and then you've got, um, let's face it, you've got two biomes. You've got a whole heap of new bits and pieces. You've got wireless redstone technology with the Skulk. You've got the Warden and that whole experience. It's not right. a end, might I add, for free. Yeah. Blizzard has said huge free updates. Yeah, exactly. I hadn't seen that one, but yeah, uh, I think Flazzardy and I are sort of <laughs> hitting on the same same line of thinking here. For free. And what other game, you know, you know, we're in a society now where people, like developers release games not fully developed, knowing that they are going to re- release DLC and get more money. Minecraft uh-huh. doesn't do that. You know, we get the game and then they continue to work on things for us. They don't need to do that. And they do, you know, because they're, you know, they're masters by Microsoft now, then, you know, potentially down the track, I can see that it heading in that direction. But for now, you know, we're getting all this for free. Do we actually have a right to complain that, well, they put up a picture of a, a birch, a birch, I can't speak, a birch forest update and we didn't get it. Um do we have that right? Because we're getting it for free. Like, if they can't fit it in, they can't fit it in. But this comes back to Jurassic's point, and I agree with this. They need to communicate better. I was going to say, they, they, they lay groundwork for things, and then when they can't deliver on it, people jump up and down. And, you know, mm-hmm. they've had a couple of fumbles in a row here. You know, archaeology, um, bundles, you know, having to split caves and cliffs into two. Um, the birch forest thing, which I don't 100% jump into, but you know, there's a lot of um, there a lot of fumbles, and I'm using like air quotes here that my chat can see. Um, you know, and if they're making a call that hey, you know what, guys, we're not going to get the birch forest out for this one, say that earlier when that decision's exactly. actually made, not wait to the last minute, and also. Don't tease the community with stuff if that's not going to happen. I, you know, putting out a music disc that, my goodness, sounds like you're opening up a portal to another dimension. You know, don't tease people with that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I had issue with that too. Uh, I've seen I, I've seen people, you know, lots of people on Twitter which is where most of the uh, Minecraft devs hang out, just call them out, you know, and and you really shouldn't, uh, like you said, tease something and and not be able to to deliver on it Hmm. or or explain uh, explain it. But, you know, with, with the deep dark or specifically with the ancient cities, um, and this is our theory is there is something to do with that portal. Uh, and no one really knows what that is. Um, it's that the reinforced deep slate is a placeholder for something. Hmm. It's, it's gotta be. Um, so. And you and I have discussed it, but uh, what you guys that are, in chat, what are your feelings on the ancient cities? Do you think that is 
alluding to something that's coming next or do you think it's just nothing i mean yeah it 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 there's too much around that i think for it just to stop at this point um and while while the chats are putting their thoughts there um Keegers says beggars can and always will be choosers 100% you know yes. the uh, yeah and, and that's a big problem problem's probably the wrong word but that is the thing you know we have we have a society of apparent entitlement now so oh yeah um that also plays a part in it but i think what you might find and this would be a shame is you might see the development team actually close ranks a little bit and not actually be as engaging for lack of a better term or not as um uh open with things for fear of this sort of flashback that they're getting um i think they've right. got to be smarter about it but i hope they don't take it too far and just totally close up and then like that's it so okay something something on that um did you so did you watch the azuma video no. on his his thoughts okay one thing he had mentioned a suggestion mm. is don't do do a Minecraft live, you know, a Minecraft festival, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and but don't announce the next update, or don't tease a bunch of things. Just maybe announce what the update's going to be, but don't show everything, and then you start snapshots. So everything you're getting in the snapshots is what's going to be in the game. And it's totally fresh, totally new. Basically, what you see is what you're almost going to get. Um, so, you know, if if they did it the other way where they announced the new update for the next update, and then they show off a bunch of concepts and then are not able to deliver on those concepts through the snapshots because they just can't work in testing, uh, you know, then they run into the same problems. But what Azuma said is just have it uh, fresh. Uh, just announce what it's going to be, whether it's going to be the Aether dimension or a new updated end dimension or something totally different because I didn't expect... Uh, the wild update. I knew we were getting the the deep dark at some point, but uh, the wild update that name caught me off guard. So, what do you guys think about seeing things as they release snapshots? And not everybody follows the snapshots. I do because I, I I love I love the latest news, you know, and that's something that. Uh, until the next update is announced, we will have to kind of fill that fill that void that we start the podcast off as talking about snapshots. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to give us something to talk about, which is great. We've got uh, Sweeney here, Sweenpie. Notice me, Sweenpie, in the chat. Um, if they continue to close up, it will get worse. I agree with that. Uh, and then he agrees with you. Snapshots are the surprise. Yes, you'll be excited to see what the snapshots are. Question. So you just said that um, they shouldn't reveal everything and they don't want to have and shouldn't be um, 
putting out unreal for the expectations that don't eventually make the final cut. Do you think, do you think that if they were, for, let's go back to when they announced 119, do you think that if they had have done that, it would have just been basically showing off the Deep Dark and the Warden, and then they would have been getting people saying, well, we saw this last year. What's new? So oh, do, do you think probably. they got into the point of going, well, we've got to show something here because we haven't got much. And then they showed off tadpoles, proper ghouls. I love saying that word, proper ghouls. It rolls off the tongue. Um, do you think they caught themselves in a, in a, a no-win situation with what they've done here? And that's what's led to where they are. Right, yeah, because, you know, if they didn't have something else, then it would have to be. It have to be named Caves and Cliffs Part 3. <laughs> you know, well, it was as something that was included in, supposed to be included in, the, in Caves and Cliffs. Uh, and if all they showed off is the deep, dark, and ancient cities, yeah, it, it wouldn't be. But it does it really fit the the name wild the wild update? Yeah, and I we did discuss that in the last month's podcast. Is it's not the right name now? If they had have put the birch forest in that they alluded to it that Minecraft Live, then yes, you're probably getting closer. But yeah, I think they probably could have changed the name or adjusted the name or picked a better name or I don't know something. All right. Um. Um, I got a comment here from Enzyme. Actually, I was, I've missed one. Dirty Dog. Hello, Dirty Dog. Uh, I just wait until it's out, then explore it with friends. And that's a good way to do it as well. Um, I personally, I like playing off of snapshots a little bit when I get time. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's obviously a nice way to do it as well. And I know a lot of people do that as well. You know, I had um, someone, I was speaking to someone today that I hadn't spoken to apparently for six months. Apparently we had random conversations every six months. And um, I was being asked, how do I find the new biome? You know, so there's people out there that don't play the snapshots. Um, and how you play Minecraft is up to you. Um, I've got a comment from Enzyme, which I haven't read in full yet. So um, this is the first time I'm reading yeah, it. Yeah, I got one here from Reimagine after you're done. Uh, no worries. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Uh, but you have <laughs> to... You have to remember that this is Minecraft, a game that is basic, but advanced in their own way. Some of the things they cancel is what doesn't go with their vision. And a lot of people want things that don't go in the vision and that hurts people. Um, I think if I can in, in, interpret that right, yes, I agree. Um, and like for one thing was the copper horns, I think they bought into the game, then they pulled that out because it didn't achieve the vision, even though they got positive feedback from it. Um, you know, and like they're, they're the gatekeepers of the game, they're the developers, and they've got the right to do that. Um, but as Jurassic's rightly followed up with, the hype their hype is their curse right now, and they are hyping wrong, and that's what's leading to problems, right? So, uh, reimagine going back to talking about the uh, um. I'm guessing it's the portal, the uh, the structure in the middle. Is her first impression it was that it was a placeholder for a new area of the game, uh, overworld, Nether, and the end. We have, uh, if I'm interpreting this right, needs something new. I don't know how many people know this, but I I didn't know it um, until recently. 
was King Bee Dogs is one of the uh, original developers of the Aether mod. Uh, he came from Minecraft mod developing to work for Mojang. So that's another theory that uh, it could be the Aether mod. And I still don't know what that is. I guess you, you can get to it in better Minecraft. I mean, is it floating cities, floating islands? What is it? I mean, is it Skyblock? I never had the benefit, because I've only been playing Minecraft for two years, I never had the benefit of the original Aether mod, and what's in better Minecraft mod pack is someone that's sort of taken that that up, that mantle up and tried to do it. Basically, it's like you got the Nether, which is hell, and the Aether is like the heavens, you know, so you go up there and it's all like floating islands and all very pretty and all different sort of animals and okay. stuff like that. That's what it is in better Minecraft at the moment. It's still got dangers, but it's... Um, I'm not 100% familiar with what the original was, but I do know that that mod was very well received, and that's what got King Bee Dogs uh, the position in Mojang that he has. Okay. Well, overall, I feel like he he has done an excellent, excellent job on the Deep Tark and just, the Ancient Cities. I'm just going to jump in here. Bearded Boss Alex says about the Ether, it's like a fairy happy land. So they must all be having <laughs> happy cookies or something. <laughs> so um Flazerty, uh he says he doesn't play the snapshots and he don't wa- he doesn't watch the videos on them. Uh so that way he's not disappointed when things change. Uh I enjoy it on its release. Where's Lee? Hi sir. How are you? Where's Lee has joined the chat? Yes, he's in mine too. He just said back in action. Those knees, and I, I'd love to believe very shortly uh, his knees will be back in action. So, Mido, if you're around, warm up. <laughs> oh, we get, we, do we get the, uh, the knee cam back? I'm more interested in puppy cam. Oh, puppy cam. Oh, puppy. yes, definitely puppy cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the snapshots. Uh, we got something that uh, we didn't talk about. There is another update or snapshot, whatever you want to call it. One dot nineteen dot one. The only thing I've seen, uh, I had to educate myself on this. The only thing I've seen so far is you can. They're calling it duplicate lays using amethyst shards. Uh, or breed them. Um, I was going to say, wouldn't it be better to say breeding as opposed to duplicating? But anyway, <laughs> I okay. I I think that's going to get possibly abused. I, I can see people wanting, especially on an SMP like Interomes. Uh, you're go you're going to have a limited amount. Um, the woodland mansions and uh, outposts. So it's they're going to be limited, but why use uh, amethyst shards? Because you can find the geodes everywhere. So I think that that there could get abused. Um, I would have liked to see them use uh, like the echo shards from the, you know, make those also usable for other things besides a recovery compass, which I'll never use. <laughs> so 
I think you know you have a limited amount of echo shards, but you'll be able to get you know a few more allays, which uh, that's just my thoughts on that that one. So on that, and Sweeney just mentioned one of the things, but I'm going to read. There's a tweet um, from that came out from one of the developers. Um, and this came out a little while ago, and I saw it, so I thought oh, I'll take a screenshot of this because we're gonna. This is gonna come up in the podcast. So, seeing some questions as to why we landed on amethyst shards as the item for LA duplication. One, they have a musical sound to them, which goes well with LAs. Two, they are renewable, something we really wanted. And then three, the magical feeling of them resonates, pun intended, well with LAs. Okay. I mean, I I can see it, but they wanted allays to be relatively rare, and for me, they they sometimes I think they might be tempted to go too far trying to put out the people that are cranky, the, the vocal minority, for lack of a better term. So mm-hmm. people are saying, "Oh, they're too hard to go and get." Okay, so now you've only got to go to find what one one outpost get one or two allays, bring them back, and then duplicate to your heart's content because you're going to have a thousand amethyst shards. So once again, right. you know, no need to go for the... Keep hunting out for those uh, mansions and stuff because you just get one or two, and yay, you're done, you're good. You've got all the allays you'll ever need. So I think we go... Sometimes we go too far to please the the, the vocal yeah. minority. Like That's let why the, I, let I, these I, things be rare. Let them be rare. Let let it be a right. challenge to get them. Why do we have to have the game handed to us on a silver platter? Let's let's make a challenge. Let let's have some things genuinely be rare. And by rare, I don't mean things like the echo shards and those and those discs. Where really, who really cares about them, <laughs> right? Whoop de doo. But the allays are useful. So let's keep them rare. Let's make them rare. Let's get out there. You know, and it and it gives a purpose to having to go exploring for multiple mansions because let's face it, face it, you unless you've, what's the point of going and looking for a woodlands mansion? There's not that much in them, so you don't really need to go. And hardcore, you go after them because you need your totems, totems of undying, which helps you. But you know, the allays were a reason to go hunting these things down. Um, right. Yeah. And I think what Flazity just said on your chat is right. LA shop coming to all SMPs. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I'd like, I had mentioned on the Discord that I'd like to figure out how to set up a, a, a beacon mine operation uh, where they can just collect everything I need and then have a drop-off station. Because... You go out a beacon mining for whether it's diamonds or just a bunch of stone or cobble or granite, whatever. Um, you end up with big old chest monsters of random stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you could have your allays sort that while you're doing beacon mining, I mean, and that's the other thing is you're you're mining so fast. Uh, You've got items laying everywhere because your inventory is full. Uh, you know that's going to cause uh, that can cause potential lag. So 
I uh, I think that's one thing that I'd like to try and do is set up some something like that. Yeah, and that sort of leads into something that bearded boss Alex here has said. Um, don't even worry about the mining part. LA's will be the new auto sorter without redstone. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw uh, saw that in uh, Discord. But what's going to um, cause more lag though? Like the impulse SV um, item sorter or all those LA's flying around? Well, the allays are uh, you can tr- you can actually uh, trap them in in the hopper. So as soon as they pick up an item, I mostly what I've seen of the auto sorters for allays is uh, their strength is um, sorting uh, non stackables. Yeah, uh, and and as Sweeney just right knows me, Sweeney Pie rightly said. Um, you'd still need redstone for that system, which is true, because you need to keep yeah. the, the note block continually ding, ding, ding every 30 seconds or whatever it is. Otherwise, they right. become unattached to um, those note blocks. LA video yeah, coming exactly. soon on the Trojan channel. <laughs> Link to the Trojan channel now in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Selfless promotion. Gotta love it. Well, there... Um... Sween Pie just says Il Mango did a lag test on Alays and they are really good. So Oh, okay. Hmm. Speaking of farms uh and the Troj channel, do you guys keep your uh eye out for uh a future one dot nineteen farm? I think we've hinted on it, but you and I have been developing something. Uh, that should be fun. And I, I thought about, you know, I thought about maybe doing an upgraded version of that with the LAs doing the sorting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as we can get the containment unit right, mate, because you don't like coming back to the overworld and the world. Is... There's some people that have seen the photo of the mistake <laughs> of, of this farm. And I'll, I'll put the photo up of the farm, the mistake after the video's out. But whoo. Hooey, what a mistake that was. What a mess. <laughs> and Alex, Yeah, I, I should have told you. <laughs> you should have, yeah. Well, lesson learned on that one. And Alex, yes. The, so basically, I think it's every 30 seconds, the note block has to re-ding. Otherwise, the LAs come back to find you, not the note block. Right. So you need to set up a, a, a basically a, a clock so it just keeps activating it enough. Uh, I just want to say at this point, I'm getting a lot of great comments in chat. I'm sorry I'm not grabbing them all. Um, I'm trying to give everyone a sort of a, an even an even say across the board here. And I'm sort of following the, the line of the conversation. So if I haven't said some, um, I apologize. Uh, but I do appreciate the feedback. I'm trying to grab them as they fit in the convo. So thank you very much. Please keep them coming. What else? Uh, I mean, we've talked a little bit about theories. Well, what's your what's uh, your? Do we want? Well, with the with the mangrove biome, I've had a comment that's come through from off chat from a different source, and it's I can't find the biome, but found the LA's easy peasy. I haven't really played enough with, well, I haven't played it at all yet on the one on like the full official release. I only played the snapshots, and I just use you know the locate command to find the biome, and I saw Flazity right. before on your set. It was like twenty seven starts restarts of worlds before he found it is it too hard to find the new content and is that leading to the problems of people complaining well at least contributing to it 
Now, the mangrove swamp, um, I think a lot of people will be using things like chunk base, uh, you know, once they get updated to find the mangrove swamps. I don't know if deep dark or the uh, the ancient cities will be part of chunk base. I think people still be using that quite a bit. But I did see Waddles put a video out, um, 1.19 hacks or whatever. I, I, I noticed a lot of people putting those out lately. <laughs> but um, he said no. he said that uh, he's been seeing a lot found under mountainous areas. Yeah, so right. I think that's that's going to be uh, the place to look for uh, these ancient cities. Yeah. Um, well, I think it might be. I think I think it's more the mangrove um i think the reference to but yeah but you know the deep darks should be a hard thing to find um and i see flazity said on your chat it only i think it only generates in the warm areas so um oh the mangrove swamps mm. yes what reimagine and i have done is we actually have the seed for this season of interrealms mm-hmm. um so we generated a 1.19 world to because uh, we want to get a head start on what we plan on in Interrealms. Uh, once all the mods get released, uh, we can start bringing some of the builds that we have. We What we built in the Mangrove Swamp is where we're setting up is really, I'm proud of because it's, it's 100% uh, our build. There's always a satisfaction when you when you build something that you can call your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did notice, like Flashity said, uh, it's near. Um, it's kind of surrounded by another swamp and a jungle, and uh, there's a what do you call that savanna nearby. So, yeah, that is true. So look for jungles and savannas and things like that, and you might find a mangrove swamp. I think the hard thing is going to be finding that ancient city, though. Mm. Uh, Oh, definitely. But, you know, they're not... um, I wouldn't call them super rare. Well, on the snapshot... If I could speak, it would be great. On the snapshot um, releases... They weren't super rare. And there was actually a couple of cases that I found like two side by side. So unless that was fixed in generation, I'm not sure. But Exactly. Oh, one thing I I don't know how many of you caught the last podcast, but uh, one thing that they had changed in the snapshots was the, the mangrove swamps were quite dense. I mean, I think more dense than the... Uh, Dark Oak Forts, and uh, even during the day, they were quite treacherous. Uh, you have roots and vines and stuff everywhere. So one thing that they did change is um, that tree generation, the mangrove trees, is kind of spread out. I think that's a good thing. It allows you to go through oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
definitely. And don't forget, guys, if you would like to call in and actually chat with us live on this podcast, you can do so. And we would very, very much uh, enjoy that. So head on to Discord and I'll put the link up somewhere. Into realms. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the link's on my chat. So um, that's the benefit of having a stream deck. Um, yeah, so you can hop on there and yeah, you can pop on and say hello and your thoughts on it. Come in and say Bubba Booey. You can say whatever you like, Alex, as long as it's not swearing. That's all good. <laughs> but no, like, what's your what's uh, what's your overall opinion of this? Like, what's your overall takeout? Like, you've probably played with this more than I have, because like, you've done all the snapshots, you've done all the pre-releases, you've done a lot. What's your overall takeaway of this whole update? Yeah, as a whole, one nineteen. Yours individually, like we've talked about the community, you know, being vocal about my thoughts. What's your overall take from all this? Well, when you see that, the the problem is uh, is I compare it to past updates. Um, The Nether, if I had to put them in like a tier list, Mm -hmm. the Nether update was huge. Mm -hmm. You know, so many nether biomes, structures, you know, new structure, new mobs, lots of new blocks uh, that, you know, that you see in a lot of builds. So that would be the top of my tier list. And then um, in more recent, you know, the new world generation, I I absolutely love Uh, the the caves. I like the ones that are wide open to explore. Mm-hmm. The ones that are getting in pretty narrow. Or, um, see, that's why, as a miner, in case you didn't know, I don't do coal mining. Wait, because you're a miner. Those are tight. You're a real life miner, really? Shh. Oh, the secret. Okay, you've kept that one really well hidden. Anyway, I don't do coal mining because those are really, really tight spaces. The mining I'm used to, it, it's wide open. I mean, uh, you can drive trucks underground in the mines I've been in. So uh, that's that's the, the kind of exploring I like in the new update. Now, in comparison to this, 1.19 kind of feels like maybe a beefier Buzzy Bees update. <laughs> mm-hmm. Buzzy Bees was 1.15, and, you know, it was, um, I forget all what was added, but it was kind of a minor uh, or a, a smaller update. This, to me, wild update seems like a smaller update. And I think if they would have labeled it as that, um, people wouldn't ex- have expected so much from it. Um, so overall, I mean... I like what we've got, but I wish we would have had a little bit more. Do you think, all right, we've had it, what, now, three updates, like, every six months. All right, bang, 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 bang. Are they better off just saying one update a year? And that's it. Now, not every update has to be huge, right? It, 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 it doesn't always have to be a 118. It doesn't always have to be a nether update. It doesn't always have to be a big thing. 
But do we uh -huh. just go back to once a year? Now, as someone that runs two servers, <laughs> when there's an update, it's just, it, it, it takes a lot of time to, you know, you get all the, wait for all the mods to update. Then you got to update the servers and all that. I wouldn't mind them going back to once once a year. Like, that's fine by me. Um, but would that also help them not feel so rushed and, and like, be able to get some of these things done in that time frame as right. opposed to trying to force it into a, a very restricted time frame and they can't deliver um so are you saying like what they did with 17 1.17 and 1.18 kind of uh split a larger update into smaller updates or or just do one bigger update a year be better I, I mean it'd be better for me i can tell you that much <laughs> even even if they you know i've seen I, I don't know how many people play call of duty but to keep up with the uh yearly game they've kind of split it into different teams so they still put out an, a new update or a new game every year, but uh, maybe they just have to have uh, either a longer development cycle or, you know, different teams, you know, because uh, just like anybody, everybody gets burnt out. You know, you're mm -hmm. pushing yourself to to get something out uh, and hopefully everybody's happy with it. But the truth of the matter is you cannot please everybody. Uh, why not just take the time and do it right? Oh, the, okay. Flazardy said um, he liked how it was big update, villager, and then a small update, and then big again. That's a good idea, too, is do do like a staggered update go uh you know big small big small that way you know you could still lay out what you would like to do but just break it up into uh, a different size update i like that yeah and yeah actually when you think about it like that too like i'm just reading flazity's comment there and i'd like to thank flazity for his um contributions tonight it's been great having him here um oh yeah villager update now it was before my time but i've done a, a bit of research um actually for this podcast because i knew we were going to sort of probably touch on updates and what had come in the past so like you know the villager the pillage the villager pillage update that changed the game in a you know in its own monumental sort of way with something very different and a whole different like raids and all that sort of jazz if i'm not mistaken correct me if i am wrong but it introduced a whole new element a whole new thing uh then you had um the nether update which just completely revamped the whole the whole nether and it actually allowed for new game modes that people created like you know i and others did you know um start in the nether challenge or nether survival you know we've done last life series in the nether with nether looked better um you know that introduced something big and then you had the caves and cliffs which added 
massive world generations. And now we've gone back actually to what's perceived as a smaller update and people are whinging. Maybe they, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the solution is. I, I honestly feel at the moment, the way the community seems to just whinge about everything, uh-huh. the developers are in a no-win situation, I honestly feel. And I think that's why they've got to probably play it a little bit smarter than what they have been doing with the way they announce it and all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, Enzyme says if they don't uh, if they don't hype it up and they don't update frequently to call people back, they won't return as often to test the game. Gameplay for three months and dip. Um, along with that, I, I thought about something earlier. Do you guys think, or you Troj, do you think because of the reception of this update, it's going to hurt content creators. Say that again. Do you think that because of the reception, the disappointment of this update, you know, do you think it's going to hurt content creators? Um, and I just found out today that... Uh, that uh, legacy SMP has disp- disbanded. Um, oh, look, I think so... I think legacy had different issues. Right. Well, yeah, but as far as content goes, there's only so much you can do with a swamp and uh, an ancient city. Um, so, I mean, Interrealms has some plans. I have some plans of things I'd like to do, uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm wondering how the rest of the Minecraft content creation community is going to deal with trying to create content around this update. Do you think, though, the vast majority of Minecraft players and people that casually watch YouTube videos care enough about what's being put out there by the vocal minority to actually affect it that much? Like, in, like, you know, the casual game is not going to care. The casual gamer probably doesn't even know half the stuff that's going on behind the scenes and what we're talking about right now. They're probably going, oh, look, we're updated. We got an alley and we got new swamps and we got this new stuff. And they continue on. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. We got something else new. That That's great. Is it just a vocal minority that's making all this noise? And unfortunately, again, we live in a society where the vocal minority seems to get listened to time and time and time again. Um, what did Enzyme just say? The average player game span is very short. They play for three months and burn off. That is a very good point too. You know, We are in a game here that's 10 plus years old and we're trying uh-huh. to keep people's interest in it. What I What I can say is, you know, um, and I've mentioned this before, and you know, um, Spadetti has you know chatted to me, you know, we chat occasionally, and they've said to me that, um, you know, they've noticed a very uh impressions um, of their content is down and it's a downward trend. And you know, obviously, our channels are nowhere near the size of you know 100,000 subscribers, but you know, <clears throat> I've got one there, you know, five and a half thousand. And its impressions are down. Um, even the Troge channel, um, which is on featuring on like tutorials and stuff like that, even in the you know the four or five months that I've been doing that channel, 
the impressions are down as an overall trend. Um, when you talk percentages, it's down. So Minecraft is in a downward trend anyway. And if you actually search on, um, Kegas might be able to remind me what the name of the website is, but you can actually go somewhere and you can see what the frequency of things that are searched on Google and YouTube are. And there is a distinct, and Kegas and I were looking at this the other night when we were having um, interims meeting for social media management and all that sort of stuff. There is a downward trend that has been existing now for over 12 months on Minecraft. Um, of people searching it, looking it up. It's on a downwards trend. Not, not to say it's not going to come back up because everything goes in cycles. But thank you, Google Google Trends. Thank you. Um, there is a definite downward uh, trend there. And at, look, at some stage, I think we need to accept that, and I'm not saying it's anytime soon, but at some stage... They're going to go, we're done with Minecraft and we move on to something like that team and we move on to something else or we move on to Minecraft 2 or something like it's not going to last forever. Um, and it's in, it's impressive that it's lasted for 10 plus years and it still maintains a relatively prominent place in, in pop culture and for content creation and people generally enjoying it. But what is next? You know, there's a definite decline overall in interest it is slowly going down and you can't deny that but when you look at the google trends and all those sort of things you can't deny it um i don't think the 119 disappointment as a whole is what's leading to people going oh it's all over i definitely it's definitely not what's led to legacy dying um i I'm, i can't speak to that because i'm not in behind the scenes of legacy but um i, I think I think SMPs, some SMPs get it wrong. And, you know, you, you only have to look at for legacy between season one and season two. There must, something must have happened behind the scenes there because there was clearly issues. So, you know, so many small SMPs pop up. And uh, I think, uh, was it Severus or someone said on, 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 Twitch, on Twitter there tonight, you know, there's a, some SMPs don't do planning. They just get a bunch of people together, like Interrealms, how we started Interrealms, you know, just a bunch of people throwing together and and go. But that way of doing SMP content is dead. Like, that's, uh, and that's why, you know, we right. decided with Interrealms to go like a very storied narrative route. And, you know, some of us have gone with um, cinematics and stuff. So <sighs> I've sort of waffled here and I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think 119 and this vocal minority is what's to blame for that downward trend because it's existed before 119. It's existed if you go back to the things before even 118, before 117. It was a downward trend. Nether brought it back up. 118 probably brought it back up, but there's a definite downward trend. Um, and as I was just about to say that enzyme, and that you can see, you can see on those trends when the uh when the the hype comes up and when there is a release it does get a bump it does get, definitely get a bump always gets a bump and i can see that as well from my latest iron farm tutorial video because three months ago or two months ago whenever it was that i released it i entitled that 119 and it did nothing and all of a sudden now that 119's out <laughs> it's it started to move so 
you always get that bump. And, you know, that's probably why they have gone now to three monthly slash six monthly updates to try and keep that hype pumping. But it's now negatively hurting. Right. Um, Flattery says uh, Hermacrafts X stated that they saw an upwards trend with Villager update. Before that, it was on a downward trend. Lockdown helped too, uh, which I agree on. Then Clay, Kate, then the cliff started on the downward trend again, and I my feeling is is that that may have been because of the split of the caves and cliffs, uh, but I, overall, I, I'm I'm very happy with with that update. Uh, I think it was it was worth the wait, um, but I don't know. This wild update. I personally, if you were to ask me, uh, or if uh, uh, Mojang was were to ask me, um, I'm I'm hyped for the next update. I'm hyped for one dot twenty, whatever that's going to be, because I think with this update and how it was received, they're going to have to deliver something big. But it, like uh, Azuma said, I, I don't think they... They need to maybe not promise too much. Uh, you know, just say, okay, end update, but don't show concept art. Don't show... Uh, I, I really like the idea of just getting things, features as they're developed. Um, you know, just saying, okay, we're doing an end update. And that's my theory. That's my theory of what's next is an end update. And that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, the end needs an update. So, so it's so barren. I mean, oh. before before the nether update, that place, the nether seemed pretty barren. Mm. So... The nether was boring. I think yeah. I think the next one. I, I, I still maintain that this wild update, and as bearded boss Alex has just said, um, wild update was just a bad naming for it. It should have just been called the Deep Dark. I agree with that. Um mm-hmm. the I think one nineteen, and we've said this and we've alluded to it, has set groundwork for future updates. And I think the next one will be a fourth dimension. I don't think they'll touch the end next. I really don't. And the reason I say that is I was thinking about this. I was watching a live stream of, I can't remember who now, one of the one of the um, hermits. And I, the thought struck me, the reason they updated the nether, besides it overly needing an update, was people weren't spending a whole lot of time in the nether. That was one of the reasons that come out. It, like they had the average time in there was minutes that was it and usually you would use it the nether for for one of two things one you would go there to mine for quartz two you would use it for fast travel or you know quicker travel. exactly yep so then they updated to get people to spend more time there but people spend more time in the end why end busting oh yeah so that is true so I don't think it's going to be their next focus. I've, I've thought about this a bit more. I think you're going to see a fourth dimension. And that's what this portal thing in the ancient cities is going to lead to 
in some way, and it's laid the groundwork for it. And I think, in the meantime, maybe Kegas, um, if you do me a favor, could you find uh, Kegas is my mod, or if Naku's around, or somebody, what happened with Minecraft in March of 2019? Because that'll be a topic I want to raise very, very quickly. Um, someone could look that up for me. Um, I think you're going to find that they're going to want, touching on all those topics that we've talked about. <laughs> I just saw a comment from someone and it just cracked me up. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you successfully distracted <laughs> me. Well done. Um, <laughs> um, Was it Worsley saying chum bucket? No, that would have really, that would have got me. Worsley, chum bucket. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think touching on what we've just said, that you know they go the ups and downs, the downward trend. I think they're going to want to do something that's really going to bring the attention back to the game and really um, fire up interest. And I reckon that's going to be a fourth dimension. Now, before you get the information you need, uh, one other theory that's out there uh, that was tossed around. Uh, I think I saw Doc M seventy seven, or maybe it was someone else said maybe that uh, the next update should be a quality of life type update. You know, better inventory management, um, getting the things that's... Uh, getting the things that were... like the bundles that, you know, we were uh, promised or that they talked about. Maybe it uh, could be just a, a smaller... Like Flaherty uh, said, you know, maybe I say I I still don't see the wild update as a huge update. It's a lot of people say it is, um, but I, I just don't see it. So <clears throat> maybe not. Maybe they sh shouldn't try and promise a huge update and just do quality of life type things. Yeah, um, but is a quality of life update going to get attention? Is it going to drag people back to the game? Are you, are you going to get? Not. Are you going to get people going? Holy heck, my inventory's improved. Let's jump back in. Don't think so. I, I think I agree with him. It needs a quality of life overhaul. A hundred percent. When you know, obviously, I play Better Minecraft mod pack. And I do that series on Better Minecraft on the Better Minecraft server, and some of the mods there that make your quality of life with inventory management and all those things, yeah, it it, it could be done so much better. But I don't think right. it's the type of update to solely do. I think it needs to be something that's included as part of something bigger, um, because updates need to grab that sort of attention, and I just don't think. That's it. right. Yeah, I don't think I don't think see, I don't think you'll see that. Right. One thing I'd like to see them maybe try and do, and I think they were trying this with Bedrock, um, but maybe it got disbanded. Would uh, get have Mojang get involved more with the modding community because you can find just about anything, just about any mod. I mean. If you want fireflies, you can have fireflies. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want a better 
a, a better uh, birch forest with hollow birch logs, you can have it. There's a mo- just like in uh, Apple, fo- you know, smartphones. If there's an app for that, it's out there. If there's a mod, uh, you know, something that's that needed that's needed, the modding community will create it. Uh, so I'd like to see that Mojang maybe get involved, reach out to modding communities where like, okay, we're struggling with this, our in-house uh, programmers. Maybe you guys could uh, help us out, you know, see if we can get get this to work. And I think it would help get... Uh, one thing that I've seen happen, like with the hermits, especially Doc M seventy seven, and it's been an issue that we talked about is is fair use and getting community involved, uh, recognizing other creators, uh, giving credit where credit is due. Uh, it would help get you know smaller modding communities noticed. Yeah. Um, like Terralith, uh, th- th- what they what they've done with uh, terrain generation uh, is far exceeds caves and cliffs. You know um, some of the things I've seen them them put out. Uh, if they would maybe collaborate with other modding communities, I think that would be a cool thing that they could maybe do. So. Yeah. As as good as the one eighteen gener- world generation was, when I look back on it now, though, I think you need more cave biomes because you've really only got lush caves as something different, mm-hmm. and and dripstone caves, and then the rest is right. just caves of different sort of designs of caves, but they're just caves. Um, and I believe in the when they announced it, you know, they had like icy caves and all sorts of stuff. Um, but with the Terralith world generation, and then even uh, biomes are plenty, and those other mods, you know, you get uh, so many different types of caves. And the thing with Terralith as a standalone data pack, it's not a mod; it's a data pack. Um, just as standalone if it's not part of the better Minecraft pack. It doesn't add any new blocks to the game. It's just the way that it uses those blocks to create new biomes. And it's something else. It's next level. And it's just it's some of those scene the scenery that it generates is is absolutely breathtaking. Um King has said there's four cave biomes. Caves, dripstone, lush, and I would argue geode. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I, I think geodes a feature. I don't see that as a biome. But you take caves. Like caves is just caves. Then you got dripstone and lush. So I would like to have seen more types of caves. So if anything, even though the world generation was a huge thing, I th- I think there's a lot of overworld work that needs to happen yet um, to get the game to be at that point where they're happy with it. The community's happy with it. I think there's a lot more to come with that. But again. You're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna see that anytime yeah. soon. I still think you're gonna get a fourth dimension. Um, I don't, right. I just want to circle back quickly to this this trend topic that we were talking about. So, in terms of interest in Minecraft, 
So in September of, sorry, October of 2018, the interest in Minecraft had been a complete downward trend from basically 20, from 2013 to 2018 had been a very distinct and obvious downwards trend. Then it was the release of Village and Pillage and it jumped back up. Nowhere to where the interest in was it where it was at, at its height. Now, in June of 2022, well, actually, let me rephrase that. Last month, it was almost at the equal lowest point that it's ever been in interest um, in terms of Google Trends and Google searching. And at the moment, there is a slight upwards trajectory. So it'll be interesting to see over the next month or two how that goes with this release. But Minecraft is almost as unpopular as it's ever been almost right we're looking at you know 20 to 30 so it's almost as unpopular as it's ever been and that has been a trend since 2018 so i think they need something and you can see here village and pillage was what it made it go and then i would say yes and then you've got the spike for the nether so i think flazity said that before um So, yes, big things get people back, but nowhere near back to where it was. And that's why I think they need to go big, big. And that's why I think you're going to find the next update, 120, is going to be another dimension. Something new, uh-huh. something fresh that they can work on from scratch. Yeah, yeah that's what I reckon. A um, couple points here uh, from my chat. Uh Zhaosh says, uh, and I agree with this, uh, you have to remember that what holds Minecraft back Minecraft is the fact that it has to run on bad devices like mobile and tablets. Um, that's why we don't have bun- bundles because they cannot get bundles to work with touch controls. Um, they're striving for parity. Uh, they they would like the things to be the same on both PC and uh, Bedrock or mobile or whatever. So uh, that that's going to be a, a kind of a restriction, a stumbling block going forward. Uh, Enzyme says it might have started, and Minecraft started as PC, but it evolved. They I I understand they want to make it more accessible to everyone. Um, but it's like Josh said, it's going to hold them back. Um, Flazerty says the de- uh, doesn't the deep dark now count as a K biome? Yes, but that was that was still one of those things that was promised in in the original Caves and Cliffs. So that would have gave us more, you know. Even if we didn't have the warden, um. They were already already starting to uh, tease things in caves and cliffs for the skulk sensors. So, yeah, it, it is another cave biome. Yeah. Oh, Minecraft on 3DS. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but with that in yeah, mind, then why? You know, we've got Bedrock, we got Java, right? And they're after parity on that. I think people understand that. You know, if you're going to play on a mobile device, it's not going to be the same experience. So 
why can't we have, I don't know, this is just a genuine question, why can't we have like, third version, bundles work on PC, they work on Bedrock, they work on console, well can't those versions of the game have it? Right. Why, 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 I don't know, can can we just have the good stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I mean, and it's something that, uh, they don't have on well we have the modding community but uh bedrock has the uh the marketplace which a lot of your mods and whatnot are free but uh if i'm wrong i think a lot of what you get in the bedrock marketplace you have to pay for so i i i do agree maybe there has to be separate a uh, separate version i mean but you've also got minecraft dungeons which is something totally different oh yeah don't even get on no. the dungeons that's a complete different beast that one is, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you're right Fuzzy. there is a there is a mod pack for bundles that is correct but I'll, i'm more meaning as an uh, as an overall approach and i also take josh's comment on your stream there minor <laughs> yeah coding for the different devices is and that's that's when you see before I got into Minecraft you know I followed uh consoles a lot and trying to port different games from console to console because they're written in a different programming language is often difficult I'm I'm interested to see how it trends interest in Minecraft trends with this update um mm-hmm. And let's see. Well, there's definitely an increase in people searching for 119 things. I can definitely see that just on my small channels. But yeah, what the sustainability of that is, I don't know. So we'll see. We will see. Right. How long? How long will that uh, excitement last for this update? Because I saw the excitement last quite a while for the the Nether oh. Nether update. I did a whole series on a nether, like survival, yeah. nether survival. Then we, you know, even then, you know, last Christmas, we did a nether survival mini series, like with when we had that um, event on the event server for Interrealms. So the interest in the nether is still there. Um, mm-hmm. That was, I think, a very good update. It, it, it certainly was. And that's, again, why I think we're going to get a new dimension. That's what I reckon. <laughs> You're stuck on that new dimension, aren't you? <laughs> yep. Hey, the minute I heard, well, you know, I already had that sort of theory in my mind anyway. And then the minute, yeah. the minute they released that that new music disc with the sounds, it's like that's going somewhere. That's going somewhere. Right. So I don't know. Um, but it was I, interesting you, to you, hear. You, it was interesting to hear on the Spawn Chunks podcast. They had a guest on there from Bedrock. I can't remember his name on the, one of their last episodes. And he had the same idea as you, is that it led to the outer cities, the outer areas of the end. I still don't, I, I don't subscribe to that theory yet, but it was interesting to hear someone else have the exact same idea as you. So, and as Regent said in my chat, hello, Re, uh, that portal is going somewhere. It's going somewhere. Just how... How all that will come about, um, I don't know. 
I really don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. And don't forget, guys, um, you're running out of time. If you want to have a chat with us, like call in. You're running out of time because um, we are going to wrap up very shortly. So if you want to have a chat and get on the podcast, head over to Discord. You just got to say hello. Yeah, we've been going for almost two hours here. Indeed. And uh, it's coming, uh, up on, coming up on 2 a.m. for me. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah, and I've, I'll have uh, plenty of good good material. Uh, if you, uh, you want to listen to this back, I'm not sure what the podcast release schedule is, Keys. but uh, gets if you're if you're listening still, um, this this is one I was excited about. So um, I'll try to get it to you as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just want to ask too, like, what does everybody think? Obviously, your chat's been pretty active. Mine's been pretty active. What do you guys think about this format of us doing this on live stream? getting you guys involved what what do you think is it are we on to a winner or are we not right should we do it like uh currently we've only been doing uh, like one minecraft lab a month um so i don't know if we'd want to do it like every so often or whatnot but what i'd like to ask chat both chats is I've got kind of a small list of topics to cover. Um, so anytime you guys think there's a, a major topic that needs to be covered, uh, we've covered tr trends, we've covered uh, what makes an epic build, um, things of that nature. It can be lighthearted, like why I love Minecraft. That was the last one. Mm. Um one topic I've got on the docket <laughs> uh, is I would like to talk about bugs and glitches. <laughs> Dracolus, the, the Dracolus, Dracolus's favorite thing, glitches. Flastery um, likes the interactive podcast. Um, but I want to talk about, because there, there are things that are recognized by the technical community that um, is just commonplace. And then there's other people say, mm, that's cheaty, like dupli duplicating TNT. Some people think that's totally cheaty. Some people think it's, it's uh, an accepted glitch or bug or whatever. Um, you and I have different viewpoints on the nether roof and breaking uh, bedrock on the nether roof. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, that's another thing I'd like to discuss on a future podcast. So if you guys have any ideas for uh, topics, I mean, it could, it could be anything Minecraft related. We could do a, a one on mods, our favorite mods. Uh, one that you wanted to talk about was going to be, uh, we're going to go down the, the route of uh, hardcore. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we did talk. That was that was a trend. We talked about that in trends. But uh, I have a love hate relationship with hardcore. Um, I I just 
I don't know how, how to feel about hardcore because to me, hardcore just seems like, like Doc M seventy seven put it, put it. It's creative mode with fancy hearts. Um, my feeling. Uh, this is my 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 opinion on hardcore is it should be something that's pure. Uh, you know, it's you've got one life. Uh, to build, to survive, and whatnot. Um, if you're using mods to to help you do things, you're you're you know you might as well just play in a regular survival world using things like like Matica and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. That's just how I feel. <laughs> yeah well look we're get into a whole nother topic there so maybe put that one on the docket as well for some at least for yes. part of a discussion of something but um yeah because that could be quite interesting and i'm sure everyone in this chat here is got some thoughts on that as well so yeah but no i um yeah. i see flazity there says first time listener i've really enjoyed this i'm i'm glad you've enjoyed it. it's great been great having you here yes. and taking your feedback and yeah we obviously are the 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 Interrealms podcast you can find on any um, streaming platform, you know, Spotify, Audible, anywhere, all of them. If you want to look for it, you can find it. Um, at Minecraft Lab, it comes out once a month. And, yeah, we talk about all things Minecraft. Um, the Interrealms podcast has this one. We have uh, The Reapers, which is an audio drama series. We have gaming news at times, and we have something else that I can't... Oh, the recap, the last month <laughs> on the yes. Interim server. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yes, I'm writing that one down. Yeah, that might be uh, the next one. Creator SMPs, uh, I think I saw a video as they were asking if Hermitcraft is dying. I don't know. I haven't been watching as much myself. There's still some that I follow, but uh, yeah, I think people are itching for something different, something fresh. Then you got the whole realm of, and you and I have had this discussion, if you try something new that people aren't looking for, how does it actually get found? And yeah. I think, how and does think, it, and I think how that's Interrail's problem at the moment. We're doing something different. We're doing something fresh, but how do we get found? <laughs> That's the mm -hmm. that's the challenge because people aren't searching for cinematic Minecraft stories. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anyway, we just have right. to see what happens. Anyway, I really like that topic. We might even make that one for yes. the next one because it's topical at the moment with Legacy dying, and obviously, don't forget, only a few months ago, Imperial died as well. So, right, not, and not to mention all the thousands of little ones that pop up for a month too. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, you've got that really that next tier. So you got like Daybound, Interrealms. I can't think of many others like Treehouse maybe. Yeah. I can't really think of any others really in that, that now mid tier um, that have been around for a little while and we got, got some legs. Um, what do we do? Where do we go? You know, right. We're up to me. I just, I just blow it all up and start over again. <laughs> you blow up every server, Miner. 
Every season, you blow up the world every time. Well, I'm going to try it again. Not the world, just myself. Just myself. (laughs) Just yourself. Fair enough. Lots of good chat here today. I appreciate every one of you stopping by and uh, joining in the discussion. It's been really, really good. Um, I've I've enjoyed this, um, having the the chat there feeding us lines of topic i like i don't know whether we'll do this every time but it might be not feasible to do it every time but I've, I've really enjoyed it and i wanted to thank every single person that's been here there's too many people in my chat to uh to name off that came through so um thank you to everybody take it as a general group thank you really appreciated it um also those that are watching that aren't chatting but feeding me messages through other other means welcome good to have you here um yeah and obviously everyone on your stream as well from my perspective uh thank you yes yes yeah. it has well been. done Mina. yeah yes uh, okay <laughs> it has been yeah I, i'm i'm reading i'm making sure i didn't forget anybody just reading through the comments <laughs> yes Josh, it has it has been a pleasure uh thank you all for joining us here on minecraft lab live Monica, we, hello. We will. Sorry, we will make this a regular thing. I do believe. Oh well, I think it was a success. Yes, I mean, and I mean, you and I can, we can talk about our our opinions and theories all day. But when we get the community involved, it it causes us it, to think maybe in different directions because we have you involved you guys in chat mm. and there's no one more different than our community oh yeah <laughs> but hello monica good to, i'm glad you were here welcome in enzyme okay next one we will expect you to join the voice chat uh, the voice chat we will uh we want to lock down some people to come in and uh join in the the voice chat discussion. Collins, we, we call him. We'll, we'll probably <laughs> talk to Keegers, I think. Hey, Keegers, that is surprising. Surprise, surprise. Something else for you to think think about for the best way to actually handle that because that was a last-minute thought we had with getting people to call in. And it's like, well, we'll just jerry-rig it through the, through the Discord, but there might be better ways that we can do it. So, um, right. yeah, I'd be keen to get that sort of in, involved. So that would be good. Right. Um, but, yes, everybody, but... Thank you very much. And yes, Afterlife. I forgot about Afterlife too. The new, the um, right. older one. So. Yep. So yes, but no, I'm um, probably going to check out here. Um, I'm going to raid. Where's Lee? Because he's ah, on, he's on okay. Instagrams as we speak at the moment. And so, then, uh, I I have no one to raid because I'm on YouTube. But uh, <laughs> you guys, uh. If you're still on here, uh, Jurassic's this Sunday, you'll find Jurassic's on Interrealms. Uh, this Sunday, I believe he's got a schedule of working on the Hunger Games area, and um, yeah, go on over to to Wesley also. Uh, if you're on Twitch, yeah, <laughs> Naku's just given me a suggested raid message. Have you seen my wood? Raid, raid, raid. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is uh, Minor Thoughts and the man himself. That's you. Oh, that's me again, On the track. Yeah. And uh, we're signing off Minecraft Lab. And we hope to see you all in the next one. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye.